Are we live? Are we rolling? We are live. We are live. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Hello and welcome, everyone. Good evening, Mike. Hello. This is the Tangent Podcast. Tangents with Colleen and Mike. What's up, Mike? How are you? How are you doing, Colleen? <sighs> Almost good. How was that? Was that professional? Fresh out of the <laughs> oven. It's a cool thing about I've never been snorkeling, I've never been scuba diving, I've never done none of this cool shit. You need to tell me because I'm into I'm way into sail. While you've been gone, I've been I've gotten way into sailing. So you have to tell me all about that kind of shit. You need to get some oxygen tanks. We need to get our license in scuba diving. Really? You you not take a test. Yeah, you need to get licensed. Oh, you wow. can die. There's so many rules. Well, yeah, it. obviously, but like what? <laughs> yeah, obviously, like. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you can obviously die, but like, what does okay. taking the test imply? What? What? I'm not sure. You can do it in Timisoara, actually. Wait, wait, wait. Did you not have to do that? I didn't have to do that because I had something, somebody that guided me. But if you right. want to do it alone... Oh, okay. I mean, obviously, you can do it without having a license, but it's your life at stake. Yeah, obviously. Okay, so going going progressively. I, like, thought, I, thought, I thought you as a tourist had to do that. Oh, no, no, no. You can. Okay. You can. It's an option. But you don't have to. You can as general as a human being, but not as a tourist. You can just go with someone who's qualified. Yeah, but I also have there. You can you can learn there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's start with snorkeling. snorkeling. For extra tips, we For teach you how to tips. do it. We teach you how to go in water. Yes, <laughs> very deep in water. Okay. So starting with snorkeling. Okay. Yeah. Another word of caution. You can fucking get sunburned from snorkeling, and I had no idea about this. Under the water? It's not that underwater. You're just at the top of the water and just looking down. That's snorkeling. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, yeah, because your back's right exposed or exactly. something. Exactly. Right? I'm, I'm not telling oh, you Oh, so you, that's, that's a difference, right? Snorkeling is different from diving. Scuba diving, yeah. Scuba diving, okay. So snorkeling, you're just at the top of the water. Maybe if you have, like, the... What's it called? The thing you put on your legs. The fins. The fins. If you have the fins, you can dive. I've learned this, like, at my first... I mean, not my first, my fourth snorkeling thing. And I almost died, like, five times <laughs> because of it. <laughs> because I'm stupid. <laughs> but... Why? How? I'll get there. Okay. Uh, initially, the, the cool part about this is right uh, at the seaside that you have on your hotel, on, on my hotel, mm-hmm. there are like uh, places delimited by Jamandura. Uh, <sighs> like there are ropes, ropes and floaty things that will make circles in the water so you can see them. And that's where coral is. Okay. And that's just right next to the seashore. Like, you don't even have to swim. You can just go next to it, like, walk to it and put your face in the water and you can see it. Okay. With the uh, corals. With corals, yeah. Wow. And quite beautiful corals. Are they alive or are they, like... Yes, they're alive. They're protected. You're not allowed to, to oh, break the corals and you're not allowed to take corals or clams outside of Egypt. Nice. Which I'm pissed because I found, like, such a cool clam I wanted to put on my desk. No, dude. Doesn't matter. Fuck, cool. Yes, protect them. Protect them. But I found a dead clam. It was a dead clam. Oh... Because you can scare the clams, and that's so much fun. They go like, boop, they close your mouth. They're, they're, they're like the, the wavy ones, yeah. right? And they have like this, and they have like these labias outside of it. And yeah. you can just, you don't have to touch them. But if you go close enough and you just sprinkle some water on it, or you push some water, and then you, boop, they close up. Oh, that's cute. Like, they can scare the did clams. You, did you see any of them that have pearls inside? No, because I didn't touch them to open them. I only uh-huh. saw the one clam that I found that was like wide open and dead and almost fossilized. Ooh. But that was it. The other ones I haven't touched. This would have been the equivalent of, of like a skull on your desk, right? Yeah. But it was a, it was a C thing. See, I know you do. Um, so you have that. And also at the end of the beach, if you go far right to the left, there's a pier like maybe 40 meters inside mm-hmm. the water. And you can go diving in there, uh, snorkeling there. Mm-hmm. And there's like this whole wall of uh, corals and so many colors of fish and so many weird fish. Like I saw fishes that have a horn in their forehead. What? Like a whole school of them. Yeah. And I saw a Nemo fish. Hey. I saw a Dory fish. Really? I, yeah. Yeah. Was wasn't the Nemo fish called a clownfish? It's a clownfish. But when we and were you saw in like the, a Nemo like a Dory? Like a the blue one? Yeah, the blue one. Whoa. Because I'm calling it the Nemo fish because when we were with the boat and the snorkeling trip, they they call it, everybody would go, Nemo fish, Nemo fish. Did you see the Nemo fish? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, what else was interesting? I saw a sea turtle swimming beneath me. Nice. I saw squids. We were in one trip that we were going with the boat and they would drop us in the water to snorkel. Mm. And 
I went alongside. Oh yeah, I saw the videos of of them teaching you how to like jump into the water. No, that was diving. Oh, this is snorkeling. This is not just snorkeling. Oh, okay. You only have a mask, a tube, uh, and yeah. the fins. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. And we went there, and there was like this huge area just full of corals, and I just went by myself, and I saw ink in the water, Ooh. and I saw people. There's squids here. Keep your eyes closed, and whoever sees the squids, announce everybody. And a friend your eyes of my- closed. Your eyes open, sorry. <laughs> uh, and so, and our friend Dennis, the one with the camera, he actually oh, found the squids. There were two squids. Nice. Did they squirt ink all over you? No, I wanted to actually go to next to them and try to scaring them to uh, to squirt me <laughs> to see how that happens. I didn't just because maybe other people wanted to see the squids. Yeah. So I I, I, I was thoughtful, but I actually wanted to do that. Mm. And the craziest thing that I a lot of jellyfish. Purple jellyfish. Purple? They're purple. What the fuck? Transparent and purple. What? And initially, I'm not sure if they sting or not, because it never happened. Initially, I was afraid of them. And people would have, like, these shoes, because the the sea doesn't have any sand on it. It's just coral. Oh, wow. And it's better. You don't necessarily need them. a bed of coral. Or just, like, rocks and things and dead coral or whatever. But you can go without shoes, but shoes are more friendly, I guess. Well, you know, Andre... A, yeah. a small parenthesis. He went to Egypt as well. At yeah, the same we were in the same time. Yeah, uh, he actually hit his knee, and he he wore those like he went scuba diving and wore the shorts, not the long sleeved pants. Yeah, I also had the shorts one. And he scraped his knee and his ankle on coral, and apparently it fucked him up because it, it the coral contains toxins. Yeah, and nice. it takes a long time to heal. Oh shit! So like it just looks like a scrape, like a bad scrape, but it's taking it like heal. four times longer to heal. She... I wanted him to buy a plaster, to, a plaster, of, you know, nice, yeah, band aids. Okay, yeah. So we, I had a friend that had those shoes, and he would just kick the the, the jellyfishes. <laughs> what the a jellyfish? fucking dumbass! No, but that's it's uh, legitimate defense. <laughs> but are, after, they, are they are they like? Poisonous? I don't know. I'm not sure because they never stung me. You didn't have a guide with you or whatever? Who was like, don't touch the jellyfish. No, nobody told us anything about the jellyfish. Oh. But by the, I don't know, 10 jellyfish I saw, I would just like, poop them on their head. And I was like, poop the jellyfish. That's cute. And their head is actually quite thick. It's strong. But if you like move water on it, they just (laughs) flop around. (laughs) around. Okay, okay, so the cool. craziest thing I saw was uh, at this pier. That was, I think, the first day I was actually snorkeling. I went under the pier and I saw a a lionfish. That's what it's called. A I thought it was an angelfish. Fish. It's, an, it's a lionfish. So I just went under the first row of uh, uh, you know, field, pillars, pillars of the of the yeah. pier. Yeah. And like everything underwater seems like it's much closer than it is the let's for the sake of it let's say it was 10 yeah, meters between me and the fish refraction exactly what the fuck is it lion fish show me show me so let's see if that i've said it right uh oh i remember this it yeah, should be pointy and spiky fucking horrible thing it's beautiful it looks scary and it it kind of looks so it's 10 meters next uh, in front of me and i just grab one of the pillars and i'm looking I'm hoping it's not coming my way, and it wasn't coming my way. <laughs> Lucky you. And did I'm you just, know what it was, or did you have to like look? I had that? an idea that, that was uh, venomous. Yeah, poisonous, toxic, whatever. Yeah, I don't. I think it's venomous. Venomous, whatever. And I don't know the difference. Because one of them squirts at you, and one of them has to get inside of you. Mm. I think poison. Uh, you can just splash it on people, and poison. venom has to be. In. So I saw this and I got out. I told everybody I saw this like crazy fish, and I, I kind of remember from being a young nerd that mm. I knew a lot about nature and shit. I knew it was supposed to be poisonous and I had to stay away from it. And then I I, I look because I don't remember how it's called. I thought I thought it was an angelfish. It wasn't. It's not an angelfish. <sighs> what the fuck is an angelfish? Now I'm gonna have to Google that. And I look. I, I just Google poisonous fish, and this bad boy is like the oh, yeah. top top line. Show me again what's the angel fish is completely different. It looks like a fish. The yeah, other I know. One it looks, looks like, like a fish. It looks like a the fish. other one looks like a fucking swimming circus. I'm, excuse <laughs> my bad knowledge in fishes, right? Well, yeah, I, at I least I not died. That's what he said. It's like, dude, look, check out poisonous fish. Go on images and look at the first thing, and that's what I saw. And I look, and I'm like, oh, oh yeah. okay, yep. I 
I get that. I've, I've heard about this thing. And I had a whole Steve, Steve Arpin moment like, Ooh, look, a dangerous fish. I'm going to poke it with a stick. <laughs> oh, Crocky, look at that dangerous little bucket. Let's go and point at it. Whatever. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So that's the first time I snorkeled. Second time when we were on a boat and we were in the deep sea, I get fins. And I initially, you, there are two types of masks you can have when you snorkel. That's the classic one with the goggles in the tube. Mm-hmm. And there's one that comes all over your face and it has like an, an antenna just on top of it. And you can just breathe to your nose and mouth oh, regardless. Okay. That's the one I use on the beach. On the, on the boat, I use the, just the goggles. Yeah. And we have two photographers with us. And the photographers would just dive in and just make pictures from down below to the people. Oh, I want to see those. That's cool. And I'm thinking like, why am I not doing that? Doing what? Diving that deep because they were diving oh. like four meters or something. Oh, is like this that. how how the thing happened? Yeah, and I'm just okay. I'm looking how they doing. I'm I'm starting doing it also. It works once. It worked twice. By the fourth time, when I was getting confident, like <laughs> I was what with the snorkel, with the snorkel. You were diving with the snorkel. Not even like just the mask, like the tube. I just remove it out of my uh, mouth Dumb because we just get no. It just, just fills up with water. It makes no sense. Well, yeah, okay, fine. So I would dive dive deep and then go up. And by the time I'm out of air, like there's two, still two meters of water between me and oh air. Like, oh, God. shit, I need to get out now. Holy shit. And this happened all over and over and over again. Wow. Uh, I actually you got tend to, to do that. You tend to put yourself in dangerous situations. That as we recall from dangerous. going to the mountains. I, I, I know that it, you, you run out of air and then if you don't get scared and you're close enough to the surface, you can make it. Yeah, to the if surface. you don't panic, you, 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 it's fine. You're fine, yeah. And I actually went a step uh, more into it. Like, once you get to the boat, they always make you remember like the name of the group you're part of. Okay. And the name of the boat. Because under the water, every boat has a name Alpha, tag. Alpha, Tango, Omega. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Nothing like that. So my first group was called Habibi, obviously. Oh, boy. And my second okay. group was called Buddha Buddha. Because our group guide was called Buddha. Okay. But they, they make you remember it's because they're yelling when you have to go and where you need to follow. Buddha Buddha. Buddha Buddha. Buddha Buddha. Yala Yala. Oh, my God. Really? Yes. That's how it goes. It's Yala Yala. Yala Yala. Here. Yala, it's basically let's go. Oh. And Yala Yala, it's faster. Okay. And if you're underwater and you get beneath the boats, the, every boat has a name tag that it's just floating under the boat. Okay. So you can recognize it. And also they have like the anchor, obviously, because they have to stay in one place. And I would just grab onto the rope and just climb down underwater oh, on okay. the rope. <laughs> yeah. Was this when you were scuba diving or when you were... No, this is when I was snorkeling. You motherfucker. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm retarded. Yeah. Okay. Well. <laughs> scuba diving. Yes. So there's a lot of rules when you go scuba diving. Obviously. We, we have one friend that actually had his license. And he told us, you can do the license here in Timisoara. Half of it is just making a lot of uh, maths and calculation and pressure and time and whatever. Wow. And Sounds difficult. And the bad part about it is, is that you uh, train in a two, three meters pool that doesn't prepare you for the actual ocean. Okay. But that's how you do it. And you can do it. And he told us that there's a lot of things that you need to know. For instance, it's not advised to dive in the morning and fly in the night. Uh, okay. There's something with, there's, you have the tank with oxygen, but also have some nitrogen, I think. I mean, I guess. And the, the, you have to wait, even if you go diving twice, there's an... There's a set time, a set time amount they need to wait. Like if you've been in water like this deep for this many time, you need to be on shore for this, for this amount of time until you can go again. Oh, interesting. And it's the same with us, uh, with the flying, and the way he told me, like the nitrogen can get into your cells, and then if you fly and you get to the altitude, different pressure, and you can get into problems. Can't remember. Wow. I'm gonna look this up if I don't forget. Yeah, that's a lot of cool shit. Science. So. Then you have like the the guy comes in and he explains everything they need to know. Mm. You get a uh, like a big box of gear mm. when you go on the boat. You have the tanks are on the boat. You get the wetsuit, the fins, the eye goggles, and a vest. Basically, uh, in this order, you get the wetsuit. Then you get the backpack with the air tank. Yep. And that also has like uh, this vest that can inflate and deflate, which controls how deep can you go. Okay. And you also get like a belt of weights around you. 
so that you actually have some weight that will drag you down. Wow. And you have this thing that's muzzle that you put in your mouth. Yeah. And it's quite easy to breathe with it. It's not a problem. The only problem with it is that you keep, your mouth tends to get dry. Oh, okay. And you don't really want to get salty water. <laughs> Although it crosses your mind, like, I can just open the mouth just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you don't. But is that the right idea? Yeah. And what do I want to say? Oh, yeah. Pro tip, you don't have to bite on it. You just have to keep it in your mouth, but you don't bite on it because it would just your jaw will start hurting. Oh, okay. Okay. Good. So they give this every uh, yeah. pack you up with everything, and then you just have to jump in the water like straight. You just take yeah. I saw the videos. That those are fun. Yeah, you take a step off the boat. Whoop! Then you get up. For, uh, you swim to the top, and you put the thing in your mouth. Your uh, goggles on your on your eyes, and then you're ready to go. It's this very weird thing because you're on on the surface and you have the muzzle in your mouth and you can breathe to it and then you go down and then you go you submerge yourself and for two seconds I mean, for two breaths you're panicky oh. I don't know why it just happens until you realize wait I can breathe and that's it's, so it, weird it's like two minutes that you'd be like <sighs> I don't have enough air <sighs> and then you realize like no it's enough and I'm like <sighs> <laughs> It turns to this because it, it just sounds like it's turning to the fucking show show and you're like <laughs> <laughs> Because the guy who had the license liquids and puke all over he, the microphone. <laughs> the guy with the license he told us like the difference between him and the guy he was practicing with, like the master, mm. by the time they would go, come up up top, I learned to die from sensei. <laughs> A Egyptian, Egyptian sensei. sensei. <laughs> The difference was like his tank would be like maybe one quarter fill. Whilst what? The, whilst the, so he emptied three quarters way before going no, down. No, no, was going down. Oh, okay. And by the yeah, time they okay. came up, the, like three quarters was out. And the guy had still like half of it. Oh. The master, because he could just control the breath. He would be more relaxed and everything. He learned the, uh, what was that guy's name? The Danish guy. <laughs> uh, Wim Hof method? Yeah, he learned Wim Hof. <laughs> So we get in the water. There's this huge guy who is uh, guiding me. Mm. King Ah Ahmad Ahmur. King. That's his Instagram handle. I have his Instagram handle. I want him to come on this podcast. We'll bring him th in. That guy. That guy learned learned to dive while fishing with a harpoon. Like, I want to know that story. That's cool. And he called me Halin the whole way. Halin. Halin. Because yeah, that's cute. Almost. I, I think I pronounced it right, but that means that means best friend. Oh, it that's was so funny because I was so like everybody, cute. the guy and the photographer were like Halin, Halin, and you will you'll feel you'll see him walking around the boat and see me and we're just like dazzling, just jumping one in Halin, Halin, Halin. I love saying this name, Halin. Oh, that's <laughs> the so guy is sweet. huge. Like he would he could kill me. <laughs> I love this name. That's so cute. he takes me in the water. I'm jealous. Like, He'll never replace you. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're oh. my big beard bear. No. <laughs> so there's four four uh, signs that you need to know when you go diving. There's like the classical okay one. Where yeah. You make a loop with your fingers. Yeah, you never thumbs up because that means let's go up, right? I'm not sure. He never thought. Of, I mean, you can go like this or like this to throw up, but you never okay. want to go up. Yeah. <laughs> you you hold your hand horizontally and you shake it. That's that means trouble. Oh. Uh, stop means stop, obviously. Yeah. And then you have a fist and you just extend the two fingers and wiggle them. That means swim. And what, what, do you, what's that used for? Uh, the guy will, will tell you stop. He might uh, adjust your, uh, the vest that inflates and deflates because you're not, oh, you're not touching like, that. Right, keep swimming. And then he says stop and then swimming. And the, the reason why it do, does it like this is because when you swim underwater, you don't swim with your hands. You just use the fins. Mm -hmm. So we go down. He basically holds my tank. And we just go. I cannot see him because he's on top of me. And we just <laughs> go around the whole coral thing. It looks freaking amazing. Nice. The coolest part about it is looking up. I don't know why I like looking up. because You mentioned that. You, yeah. you really can get a chance to look from down below up in water. So I just like doing that, especially because there's a lot of uh, snorkeling people. And you can see people snorkeling from down below looking wow. like a shark. <laughs> I'm gonna get you. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna get, get you. you. I'm gonna fucking get you. <laughs> At one point, we were just circling <laughs> corals, and then the guy who had a license, Mircha, he was just diving by himself. Nobody cared. He was and like, fuck you guys. I got this shit. I got this shit. I know this. I'm a professional. 
<laughs> so my, my 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 guy just show me our friend Mircha and he extends his hand so I can see it and just shows that I need to grab it. And I just grabbed Samircha's tank. <laughs> just the whole three of us just swim together. It was fun. Oh wow. I'm not sure if he he knew this was gonna happen, if he got scared or anything, but we did it. Nice. And then we went down. I I got to the uh, bottom of the sea, and I have a picture of me just standing on the bottom of the sea. Oh, nice. And then we got up, and then the guy told me like he took me ten meters deep mm-hmm. in the water, and normally it's five meters for okay. beginners or and first timers. And he keeps saying, Halim, Halim, Halim. Good swimmer. Good diver, Halim. <laughs> he it. saw your fucking fit. He's like, his lungs can take it. His can take it. And what is it, what is it like? Like, what does it feel like to be 10 meters under the sea? Well, the... Pl- under the sea. Under the sea. Pestinoput. So the one thing you need to know, like, the pressure kind of adds up. But it's not what, that big it of a pressure. Do you feel like a pressure on your chest or what? No, really. The, 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 the most you'll feel it's in the goggles. They'll, they're just going to stick more and more to your to your face. No. Okay. And the one interesting part, if you get water inside your goggles, you just push on the top of it and move it just a bit down below. But you, the main point of it is you push on top of it to move it a bit. And because of the pressure, the water just goes down. What? what? Big brain time. <laughs> big brain. Wow, okay. And while, whilst you're going down, you need to uh, <clears throat> regulate? Regulate, I think. Air pressure in your skull? Uh, yeah, so almost yeah. every meter you go down, you need to just hold like your nose. Pop your and, ears. Yeah, and pop yeah. your ears. And I was doing this constantly because otherwise your ears just hurt like fuck. Yeah, you, that's not... what Romanians call tetragicurento. That is literally what it is. But it's underwater now. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. You won't forget to do it because you go one or two meters down and you feel it. But if you mm-hmm. don't do it often enough, your ears will hurt. Yeah, like, of course. We had one girl that was with us and she's her ears were hurting like for the whole day and the next day, I think, because of it. <sighs> Disappointing. I mean, you leave and you learn. Yeah, true. But it's cool. It's like... Did no one tell her? Like, pop your ears, yeah, you dumbass. Yeah, they did. But you kind of forget because you're just you're looking all the whole thing. You're oh, just a yeah. shark in the ocean. It's really cool. It's really quiet. You don't only hear like, oh wow, very Darth Vader like. Yeah, mouth gets kind of dry, but that's fine. But then you just go around and like it's just the whole time you're like, look, ma, look the the fuck am I doing? I'm swimming in the ocean, like deep in the ocean. It's like you have this whole sense like it's so cool what I'm doing. I'm like, oh my god. I just had a realization. I don't think I could ever scuba dive. Why? Because I have chronic laryngitis or whatever. Okay. And if my mouth would get dry, I'd cough my lungs out. So I couldn't, I couldn't breathe. It's like asthma. It, my, my throat just yeah. clogs up if, if it gets dry or like if, if like conditions in my throat are extreme. So, okay. So if you breathe with your mouth open for like 10 minutes. Yeah, I'd probably, I've never tried it, but I'm pretty sure that I get that because it would get dry. And if it gets dry, it gets all like, <coughs> I mean, that's maybe a good test to try it. I'll be a mouth breather for 10 minutes. Well, either way, when you're diving, you are a mouth breather. Well, there you go. There's no way around it. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. <laughs> okay. Now, then I got out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had lunch on the on the boat. For some fucking weird reason, lunch on the boat was better than lunch at the hotel. I don't know why. I mean, it's not a boat. <laughs> boat I chefs. love boat. A lot boat boats. Chefs. And then we got a second chance to dive. And this time, uh, the guy asked us if me and the girl wanted to go together. And I said, yeah, fucking let's see how that goes. Damn, dude. Underwater date. <laughs> well, we had supervision. So he was with us. But Underwater date with supervision, dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> but by this time i've learned how to use you have this like, this thing that's dangling around you that shows you how deep you are in the water oh and i could just like i pick it up and i'm looking like oh my god we're like nine- an altimeter or barometer yeah. or whatever yeah, exactly exactly uh-huh. and i'm looking yeah. at it like oh my god we're nine meters in the water i can read this i can do it <laughs> nice how far did the thing go the, the 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 reading thing if i remember correctly i know i've seen 15 Okay. But it should go deeper. Like the guy, Mircha, the one with who has the license, he showed me he has like the small notebook. Which you're supposed, whenever you go diving, 
you obviously go with somebody who is diving because you don't have yeah, that tank yeah, yeah. with you and they need to fill it in and stamp it so because if you don't dive two years in a row or something like that you kind of have to do another test to make sure to you you revisit the course material wow and he showed it in that note that you have, i should meet this mircha guy yeah proper nerd oh proper god nerd. all right um second thoughts <laughs> So you have there like a table of how deep would you go and how long did you stay and how much you need to stay mm -hmm. on shore. Mm -hmm. And I've saw the scale go down to 30, 50, 70 meters. Like I think that's deep diving and that's the, yeah. like, the extreme side of it. But definitely do a, definitely possible. Maybe I mean, not for everybody. If, if, if you can feel pressure increasing 10 meters, then yeah, 30 sounds like deep diving. Yeah, like uh, 10 meters, it's fine if you regulate the ears and it should be fine it's like it's not compressing it's not anything it's it's fine okay. honestly at, at 10 mm -hmm. meters because i initially i didn't believe the guy that you would only take people to five meters like why was easy <laughs> but then i have a friend who's right now and, Kalim, and you have a six pack anything is easy for you it's <laughs> You're just cruising for life, man. You just by, don't know it. By the lot, by the <laughs> logic of it, if I'm I'm a smaller human being, I don't have fat around me. Their pressure should press more on me. Pressure, pressure under pressure down on me. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. But the guy I have a friend who was right now in Egypt, and he dived today. And I asked him, and he said he only been to five meters. So I'm guessing mm. he's right. All right. So maybe maybe uh -huh. Halin is a good diver. We don't know. Halin, good diver. Good diver, Halin. Halin. Well, there you go, man. Because for the people out there who don't know, while he's been gone in Egypt, I've been getting more and, in, more and more interested into sailing. So there you go. Maybe five years from now, I'll be on my boat and you'll be diving from it while I'll be cruising it or steering it or whatever. <laughs> you hey, know what it's hey, called. hey, you want to dive on my boat? Hey, baby. Come dive on, on my boat. No, mm -hmm. nah, fuck yachts. I want to do a sailing boat. Yeah. Anyway, okay, so we covered the. These are most of the trips. Cultural things. We covered the, the trips. The, the thing. I think the only one that's worth mentioning is the long one with the ATV in the desert. Yep. And how we were famous in the resort. <laughs> yes, let's go. So, let me let me get some water. I'm speaking a lot today. Yeah, I mean, you are. You are. Is your mouth drier than when you were scuba diving? <laughs> nope. Oh wow! Need more okay. nit nitrogen for that. <laughs> then I'd definitely not probably be able to do that. I don't know. You Regardless. have air pushing in your throat. That's fine. It doesn't matter. Keep going. Tell the people. Uh, get it all out. Get it all of your, all of your system. So by now, everybody knows like half, or can assume like half of the resort was just Romanian people. Really? Half of it. I'm some shit. I mean, I've... A lot of people I know went to Egypt during Easter holidays. I yeah. think it was a thing. I think it was just... It was cheap and there's no COVID. So why wouldn't you? Yeah. Also, it's really fun. I loved it. it was there like, are three people I personally know that went to Egypt during holidays, during during Easter holidays. And one, it's me. Yeah. You are one, Andre, and another manager of ours from work. Hey. Yeah. Important people. Wow. Um, so almost, almost, at least half of the people there are Romanians. Okay. There are some Ukrainians, mm -hmm. some Swiss guys, mm -hmm. not a lot, and some um, uh, Russians. Pretty good. I think that's that's basically Davai. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, So let's let's set some some um, night ground. ground rules. Let's explain. Okay. So you would set some things in order. You would have your normal, typical uh, beach day. Wait, what's what's the context? What are we talking about now? I'm explaining how the day would work and how it ended up for us to be famous. Yes, that one. Okay. So during the day, you have the normal beach thing. You go mm -hmm. breakfast for who's the nerd enough to wake up that early. What is early? 7.30 to 10. That's not early. It's early. <laughs> I would wake up at 10. I'm an 10 early bird. Early. You are. I'm an early You're a nerd. <laughs> I wake up at 5 sometimes. I love Jesus. it. It's great. Most times I go to you sleep. Try it. Fucking nasty. Not in my vacation for <laughs> fucking sake. Okay. Um, so it's breakfast. Then there's beach. Then there's lunch. Then there's beach. Then there's dinner. Mm -hmm. Then it's a shower. Then you go drinking at the, the bar up top, and which is shit. And then you go to the sports bar. Right. Which is open until 12. This is like the normal day in the resort. 
Mm-hmm. Unless you go for massages or you want to take a walk or what? This is you can get massages. Thing. That's cool. I didn't get massages. <sighs> Some of us have. did. You're muscular. You should get massages. It feels amazing. I mean, they they destroy all the knots in your. I, I, in your muscles. I, I don't good. want no Egyptian guy massaging my back. Oh, uh, yeah, and asking for tips afterwards. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> So basically, you spend the whole day on the beach, and then you get prepared for the sports bar. Yeah. That's the evening activity. And each day of the week, there's a different show at the sports bar. Okay. The shows and the activities that happen on the beach, they are the responsibility of the animation team. Okay. We have an animation team on this hotel. Animation. There's basically, I think, for the sake of it, let's just say there are 10 people. Okay. We've made friends with around four or five of them. Right. We actually made good friends with them. Social bees. Social bees. The thing is, um, it was me and this girl in our group, Sorana. Yes. I don't think that... I've mentioned all the names. I don't think they have any problem with this. I mean, I don't give a shit. Okay. <laughs> They're probably not going to listen anyway. Yeah. So... Well, you should tell them because you're talking about shit that they did as well. I told them that there's a podcast. Get more people listening to our podcast. I actually asked the guys <laughs> if they want to join the politics of Anketa. Hey. Because they're Molde- Moldovans. Really? Oh, yeah. Did they? They did not. They didn't look interested in it. <sighs> of course they did. Fucking nerds, man. I mean. I, I hate our creed. <laughs> did I? Is this the second time I'm saying this on, on yeah. air? The same Same air. Same air. Yeah, I didn't say this before we recorded. I said this while we were recording. Yeah, second time we said it since we played the press record. All right. Either way, fucking introverts. There's there's this girl and there's me who we can actually dance. Right, and these people love us. You and Sorana. Yeah. Okay. And they these people. This is the same girl who did the thing with the scuba diving. Yeah. Okay. Because there are only two girls, right? Sorana. Sorana and Sorana. Yeah. Okay. So everybody in this in this uh, group was fun eventually after enough drinks. But we would, go, alcohol, yeah. we would go dancing like we were the first one there. Okay. And these animation guys, they would love us because they their job is to bring people to dance. And you were the ones And we were the scapegoats. You were the, you were the early adopters. Exactly. If nobody else would come, service. they would know that uh, we would you be You would there. always, yeah. Yeah, okay. And I made like, I'm, not, I'm still not sure if it was a terrible mistake or not. At this time, it was a mistake. But at the time, I thought it was a mistake. Uh, and our first day after we arrived, we sleep one night. And the first day afterwards, uh, everybody was either sunbathing or sea bathing. And I got a bit bored because I was not really familiar with everybody. I didn't feel like chatting. So I go to the sand and I start doing some jumps like no hands, cartwheels and flips and whatever. Of course, you, do. you always do that when you see a beach. It's sand. I don't get sand It's your here. thing. It's your thing. I only did this once. Okay. And the animation people saw me, and my group saw me, right? <laughs> Four days. Four days, I was yelled... People yelled after me on the beach, like uh, capoeira or breakdance. <laughs> and the problem is, the guys... Everybody assumed, like, if I can jump, I can dance. Which is not wrong, but it's, they assumed. In your case, it's right. Yes. So whenever there was dancing involved, I was pushed in to like, re- represent. Halim, go! Yes, I was. I was representing Romania. <laughs> I shit you not. There was. There's no time in my life that doing two years of breakdance paid more than this. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Because Africa. I'm calling them African. They're Egyptian, but I'm calling them African because it Fair. sounds cooler. Right. African people. They like when these guys dance, it fucking looks like a major laser uh, video. A major laser video. Yeah, you know, like the lean on and whatever. Yeah, yeah. When you have people yeah, I know dancing. What you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, it, it's just like that. And everybody's dancing, and I'm there, and we are dancing. And the thing is, I've, I've, I've figured their pattern. There's like four guys who can actually dance on mm-hmm. their side, and everybody has like four steps maybe that they do in rotation right but they do every person in rotation okay and then it's only me and i have to fight all of them because they really have this wow. culture of dance battles sounds like a jrpg <laughs> almost i don't i don't know <laughs> and the problem <laughs> i i risked a lot and one of the nights i don't remember what happened so how it got up with like there was a circle when everybody was going in and dancing and they understood i can break dance and I did. I went in once. Somebody came in. 
Then I go in twice. Somebody else came in and it was just like that, just like that. And eventually I got fed up and I risked it all and I did a windmill. Ooh. A windmill is like this very typical 80s, starting from the 80s breakdance move when you basically, you just go like this on the floor. I can see it. No one else can. I'm not sure how to explain it. Basically, you're on your shoulders and your your legs go around, and but you're just on your shoulders. Oh, uh, okay. It's called a windmill. Just look it up. I know how to explain yeah. it better. Look up windmill. I have not done a proper windmill in probably like eight years. Jesus. I have not breakdanced in like eight years. <laughs> no. Six. Like ten years almost. <laughs> yeah, when you were like 16 or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it was the beginning of high school. Yeah. But I, I still had it. So that was it. And then everybody knew. Of course you had it. You had a fucking six pack. You have but everything. But you need to practice this shit, Mike. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Technique is like riding a bike, right? Not really. But I mean, yes. Well, I wouldn't know. I don't know anything physical. So they, they everybody understood that I, I'm the, the one that dances there. Right. And I'm, I'm stealing everybody's moves. Like I have, like I've learned the African moves. Like the eagle with the knees and shit. I, want. <laughs> I just I cannot wait for the clubs to open to bring African heat in this in this motherfucker. Woo! That's not gonna happen here. Not soon enough. But I've been to two clubs there. Cause they take took us to the clubs. Like uh, there's this manager of the whole animation team, and this, his whole shtick is bring people to the party, bring people to the club. And he wanted oh, yeah. to go because obviously I said if there's open clubs, I have to go because I need I haven't been to for a year and a half. Yeah. And yeah. I, we started convincing <laughs> Remember people. clubs? <laughs> Remember, that was a thing. And we said we we're going to go on a Friday. And we did. And it was a blast. At least for me. Yeah, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Even even on the car, it was fun. So basically, the, the thing was, you go again to the sports bar. We did a, a student thing. Like, we got drunk on, on the hotel and then just went there. and Oh, yeah. Get drunk before going to the club. Obviously. Yep. So the thing That's is, the you best. have a you have a, like a small car that will come for the whole, everybody at 10 ish they will take you to the club leave at 1 a.m go to one uh, store that was open 24 7 and then come back to the hotel that was the schedule so the first time we got there it was the first time we went there was almost everybody like from out of nine no out of eight people because one of one of the guys left earlier six no six five five of us went because two of them were a married couple and the other one has n- had nothing to do with clubs. <laughs> so six of us went, five of us went. It was a blast starting from the car. Like we had this small uh, small bus and we mixed along. It was us and animation team. It was smoking inside of the car. Cigarettes. Yeah. Nice. Uh, cigarettes were smoked in the car. Are, uh, are drugs legal there in any way? I don't think so. Oh, okay. I'm almost certain. Because you mentioned, like, Egyptian hash. Well, it's famous, but it's not legal. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Uh, the the uh, the driver would just uh, flip the switch on the lights, on and off, on and off, on and off. It would go <laughs> side to side on the road, just smacking us on the walls. There was music <laughs> playing loud, like Romanian music, like... It, what? Oriental music. You will have the driver just yelling, Hakuna Matata! Everybody shouting back, Hakuna Matata! Baku Chocolata! Baku Chocolata! Everybody back. <laughs> made no fuck? sense. You just go with it. it was, That's it was amazing. Because yeah, everyone was, was drunk, right? Yeah, except for the for the Africans because it was Ramadan and nobody was drinking. Oh! But we, were, well, we were fun. We were fun drunk. We were not drunk drunk. Yeah. And what else happened there? We were lightly buzzed. Lightly buzzed. Then when we get to the club, everybody gets us in. We get these tokens for drinks. Yeah. And we each get one drink off of that token. It could be anything, but it had it cannot be beer. That's what we, we were sold. By the time we got there, the club was half empty because we got there early. It was like 10, mm-hmm. 30, 11. My God. <laughs> my boy. My days, fam. I, I've seen some African beauties in there. Like, oh my God. What, like women? Yeah. Like exactly <laughs> how you would imagine. Like <laughs> dark skin, beautiful woman. Crazy big afros, curly hair, like everything was there, and everybody was freaking dancing, like they nice. were proper dancing. Not like we have in our clubs that everybody just pushes the the ceiling. They were dancing. Yeah, yeah. Black people know how to dance. I've said this many times. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yes. So, uh, two things happened that are worth mentioning here. All right. Uh, first, I'm of still all, waiting for you to tell me how you became famous. This is part of it, like the, the dancing thing. Like everybody knew because everybody would shout. Romania was was when they were saying Romania it was us. 
because everybody knew we were the ones who were dancing. But it gets you better. You are Romania. It, it gets better. People at home, you are Romania. Every day of your life. Even if you don't live in Romania, <laughs> you are Romania. Yes. So two things happen. Uh, uh, noteworthy. Worth noting. First one is, the, again, a word of caution for everybody. So we left our drinks at the table and we went dancing. And by the time we came back out of the table, our drinks were gone. <laughs> the problem with this is that we only but they were not finished. They were not. They were half finished. Oh, boy. So everybody got pissed. Yeah. But, but nobody said anything. I've mentioned you didn't it. tip the bartender enough. <laughs> we didn't have to. We had the tokens. Oh. Uh, but the thing is, I've mentioned that already. We were friends with the animation team at this point. Yes. Like, I've had personal discussion that went more from come to this activity with these guys. I've, I've talked to them. How is the life there? How is the work? Apparently, it's mm-hmm. really complicated. You have to oblige, like, three system of roles and bullshit. And wow. it's difficult to be an animator. Like, people could get fired, like, in two hours after they joined. Like, shit like that. Wow. Competitive. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I spoken with one guy and said, my friend, what is my drink? My friend. My friend, where is my drink? I am thirsty. I had a drink (laughs) on the table. (laughs) And the guy, the guy is uh, the only Tunisian in this whole arrangement. Oh, yeah. We have one of those. We, we've had on the show. Oh, we had on the show. Yeah, <laughs> yes. we did. <laughs> I mean, what do you have a Tunisian no, in your work? No, we've had I've mentioning this because um, I was told it's basically like having a uh, Hungarian inside of Romanian group. Okay, So, so yeah. somehow he was definitely the outsider in this group. But I, mean, yeah. I, I never saw it. I don't know how it goes internally, but it's just a random fact that I... You're I from Arad. You should know. He, This guy was called Bambusha. That is, <laughs> it's not his real right. name. Everybody had like a scene name uh, that's easier to yours? pronounce. And I didn't like the whole animation team. Oh, they call me Capoeira oh, and breakdance. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. If, yeah, if we yeah, have yeah, to yeah. to go like that. So there was a Hungarian guy in the animation team, a Tunisian guy. Who's Hungarian? Nobody's then? Hungarian. I'm saying like him being oh, Hungarian is like an analogy, a, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I made he's a, a he's smart the out, comparison. Yeah, he's, the, yes. he's the outlier, basically. Yeah. No. In a sense. Okay. Yeah. I got it. So I go to this guy. Which is like really friendly, but a kind of annoying. But kind of, this is friendly. Okay. And I told him, my friend, but it's my drink, because I had drink on the table. And the guy just activates. <laughs> I want to fuck on a, on a table. <laughs> <laughs> the guy just activates. He looks around, he goes, he the, talks with this guy, with that guy, with the manager, with whatever. My mission now is to get you a drink. And he brings me a token. He actually makes nice. it so that I get another token. He's and like, I, here, friend, take. And I go to the bar and I ask for water, because by this time I'm thirsty as fuck. Apparently, the the owner of this club is also Tunisian. And hey, they are friends. privilege. Okay, so I've dealt with this, like, admirably. My friends just suck it up, and we're sad that they have no drinks. And you're like, nah, I'm getting a fucking drink back. I'm, of course. Like, I have you know friends I am? here. I'm Halin. I'm Halin. I wasn't <laughs> Halin at that point. <laughs> I didn't knew, but now I know. And You knew one, retroactively. One of my friends actually went to buy a beer from the bar. Mm-hmm. which the beer cost like six euros and he paid with a 10 euros bill and he just didn't get any any change back like he asked what about my change and the bartender said no and left <laughs> what change you pay full price <laughs> you pay full price but another beer no i want the change oh no change. that sucks and and that's four euros that's the price of at least a beer another beer yeah yeah and i'm, I'm sad because in, in my, other places and in, yeah. in my head it was obvious like if you're in an african place you as a white guy you don't go to the bar you ask one of your african friends friends to go buy you a drink <laughs> really that's what i'm thinking right because they, they obviously gonna uh, hustle you because you're not gonna be here around yeah. but these guys can turn back okay. and they can discuss with a guy if he starts talking arabic and refuses to talk english you're screwed yeah fair yep so what are local the rules? Yeah. Yeah. Use locals. Be friends with the locals. Yeah. And the second thing uh, noteworthy is that uh, these guys, again, they had like a full circle of people breakdancing and they were breakdancing because I know breakdancing. Proper. Yeah. And these were black people. It was African people breakdancing. Nice. I'm scared at this point. You're like, oh, shit, out of my league. And uh, <laughs> of course, they pushed me in. And I did like a couple of steps. Go, Halin. Go, Go Halin. Show them. <laughs> the problem was I was right in between songs. So oh, no. there's like this sort of dead space in the music. Like yeah. I had to wait for the proper beat to start. Yeah. And it took a while. So I just. You're just like, kind of like doing the thing. It's like the, the head thumping. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm going to start. And just walk around and make circles. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm still here. Yeah, I'm not going out. But yeah. <laughs> 
so in order to compensate for that, I did like a, I did a kip up. The kip up is, you know, like you have an almost any martial arts when the guy falls on his back and he throws his leg and then just jumps back on his leg. Yep, the the recovery move. Yeah. So I I've done it. that. You can do it like when you just jump on your back and come back back on your legs. Yep. So I've done that just to compensate for my lack of skills. Right. And I go back and 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 circle. And I can see on the right, on my right, there's this one guy that was, was kind of white and blonde. He looked like a guy who I know from pregnancy from back from back home from Arad. Right. And I see him just pumping up his engine like he's gonna show me how I was done. Oh shit. And I'm curious. I wanna see how I'm oh, not I know this shit. guy's gonna school me. I know he's, he's gonna, gonna school fucking me. School your boy. And I'm I'm excited. I wanna see this. I'm prepared to see people flying on I'm this. I'm learning some shit today, fam. And then guess what happens? What? This two meters huge security guy just comes in the middle of the circle and just stands there. Oh. He just he was canceling everything. I mean the party oh. was still going, but the whole circle in our battle was off the chart. it was off. Nobody can dance anymore there. What? And he just stood there like this, arms crossed around his chest, and he just stood there. He was like, No. Exactly. No. Oh, uh, what? But we could stay there. There was no problems, no anything, but he the guy just stood there. He didn't kick you out, it's just like stop no, the he mosh just pit. she she just stood there. Yeah. And people tried dancing around him. He looked ugly at them and they just got up and everybody danced friendly. <laughs> And I had no idea what was happening, but I asked the second day and they told me like, this will happen. Like people will get into dancing, dance fights and whatever. And it occasionally it ends up with a proper fight. Nice. And they avoid that. It's not nice. The exact opposite. Cause that's why breakdance was invented in battles. Cause you can deal your, do your shit dancing, not really? fighting. Yeah. That's the whole point of it. What? But African people, they, I mean, at least Egyptians, they take their dancing serious. Wow. Wow. Not sure if I heard any Manele in this club. But in the second <laughs> club, I definitely heard Manele. Nice. Definitely heard Manele. The second club Made was you feel evil. like home, didn't it? A bit, a wee bit, a wee bit. You get excited. Like, I haven't seen any club like this. I will take one money. Yeah, I mean. And the second yeah. club was evil. was fucking evil. Because the first one, they had, like, so many ACs around the dance floor. Right. Like, at some point, I was afraid to just stay in the in the draft of it. Because I'm, I know I get... I. It happened in the past that I would get sick just because yeah, I was sweaty yeah. and sit in the in the AC. Yeah. But a second club, that was was pure evil. Why? No AC at all. Uh, no. <laughs> That's the least of your problems. So oh. this one was uh, a bit fancier. And it was a club instead of a hotel. Right. And when you get in uh, at the reception, you get like this glasses half full of some juice. It's, it's not alcoholic. From what I've tasted, but it's like sour cherry, really, really sweet juice. Like the disgustingly sweet. Take this drink. Go drink inside. Go no drink problem. Inside. You have lots of fun. You have good fun. You will have good time. We promise. Then, <laughs> then you get inside a club, and it's like excruciatingly hot. Yeah. Like you, you could just stand, and you would sweat. Nice. And then, on top of everything else, they would come and bring you free chips and salty peanuts. Oh, of course they <laughs> fucking did. They're so fucking evil. Here, have food. We don't promise you won't buy more in drinks, but have the free food. You're hungry, aren't you? Yeah, well, I guess it <laughs> I don't worked. know why my Egyptian sounds like Russian, but whatever. We'll, we'll ignore that. I cannot tell you how Egyptian sounds like. It's I just bad English for me. Yeah, I mean, I guess. And then... We left the second club also, and... There's a fucking bug in my light. I'm sorry, I keep looking up. Yeah, I know, I know, I hear it's it. fucking annoying. <laughs> Both times when we left the club, we stopped at this uh, 24-7. Yep. And first time, I have not seen it, but the second time I saw it, is if you get out of the car, which I didn't the first time, if you get out of the car, there's a tree, and there's this, some shit tied up to the tree, and there's a little monkey. The uh, store has a monkey. It's called a monkey. monkey. It's called the Lulu. A Lulu? It's called the Lulu. Okay. We played with the Lulu monkey. What does the monkey do? Everything. It jumps around. It steals your <laughs> yogurt. <laughs> One of my like my a pants. Baby monkey or like an adult monkey? It's a small or monkey, but chimp the... or like what? A, what uh, like it's a gray. Or... It's a gray monkey. It's a small monkey. A gray monkey. It's gray and skinny. It looks like it was grown up. It doesn't look like a kid. What size? Uh, the whole monkey at some point got on my foot, and I I raised my foot with a whole monkey, so it can fit in there. Lengthwise, proper I proper chimp, not a chimp. Chimps are bigger. 
Okay, uh, so this was smaller than a chimp. I I could I would say like it would the body will be like my uh, uh, forearm. forearm. Yeah, it would extend it like it would stay tall. It would be probably be until up to my hips. Okay, like Some, one meter like that. at most. Yeah, but it, the monkey was really compact, so it would never be like that. Yeah, but it was really fast, man. The oh, monkey would just jump around. It was fucking fast. I don't understand how it could be that fast. I don't know why I just thought about Planet of the Apes, which is one of my favorite franchises. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> so, somewhere around this whole uh, period. Yeah. Have I showed you the picture with Egyptian robes? No. I have not. Okay. <laughs> when we've been to Cairo, one of the things there is you go to this uh, store that sells Egyptian cotton. Yeah. And you can buy like Egyptian robes. Okay. You can see people on the streets that buy the the cheap ones, the gray ones that are cheap and easy to to maintain. But you can buy the ones that are more. We're talking festive. about like desert robes or like yeah. burka robes or what Not kind of robes? Not burka robes, like just robes like that desert people robes. Will, yeah, people okay. will wear either in the desert or just in Cairo. Right. All right. You have I those. get it. And we bought some. <laughs> really have, you have one of those i have one of those oh sweet that's cool not only that i have one of those <laughs> i have one that comes in two pieces no yes i look like a high priest so it's Shit, it's one man, robe. i want to see that it's it's, it's the, the bordeaux or dark red yeah it's one robe, Velvet. and then it's a thing that comes on top of it and like it's uh, like a vest like a vest but like vest down to the to the floor whoa yeah boy all right, I I can ha I have a mental image of that. Okay, okay. So this is cool. One night. What colors are we talking? Uh, mine was velvet. The uh, whole thing. The whole thing with so both the, pieces. Both pieces, and they uh, have like uh, golden okay. accents. Wow. All right. I'll uh, fucking wow. I want to see that shit. Another guy expensive. bought the same thing, but on blue, on deep blue. How expensive was that? Four hundred Egyptian pounds. That would be basically pounds. It's Egyptian pounds. That's sad. Uh, let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Colony. Fifty. Fifty pounds was uh, almost two euros. How Four many? euros. Come, kind of eight euros, ten euros, something like that. That's cheap. Yeah, that's not bad. It Holy was, shit! Wow, that's pretty good. And it was also uh, six for five. Six for five. Six for five. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Six is a lot. Well, we were, if one costs eight, then six is a lot. Yeah, but we were like eight people. Oh, uh, so one gets it free, and everybody had fifty percent discount because these people bargain really, really hard. You have heard that about that side of the world? They, they, they thrive on bargaining. Oh yeah, they take it seriously. Nice. Okay, so we have some of these. So mine is a two piece mm -hmm. in velvet. Another guy had the same two piece in blue. Uh, two guys had a simple one in white. One girl has it in blue, and one other girl has it in pink. All the colors of the rainbow. Plan uh, Captain Earth. <laughs> Captain Planet. Captain Planet, thank you. <laughs> Captain Earth. Captain <laughs> Earth. My 90s references are gone. You polluted me. <laughs> <laughs> so one night, one of our friends comes in and tells me, what if... Oh. We all bring the robes to the dance floor. Oh. And not only do we do the robes with Did to the dance floor. Did we finally get to the how you got famous part? This is the famous, famous part. Because <gasps> by the, that time, everybody knew us. What? Also, to, to mention, Sorana participated twice in the Miss Hotel. There's a Miss Hotel oh, show. Oh, she... Hey. Did she win? She was supposed to, but eventually, like, everybody wins or something like that. Ugh. But she... You all win Just, by taking part. Hear me out. Hear me out. The winner was supposed to be decided by who makes the mo the most amount of noise. We are Romanians, and we are a we lot. We make a lot of. Noise. We make a lot of noise. We do. The stupidest thing about it, like the the competitions between each week were different. Like in the second week, there was a stupid stupid uh, uh, probo stupid game they had yes, to do. Whatever. Yeah, they had to 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 pretend they were chicken. Yeah, which sounds that sounds really easy to me. I don't know why, but it, it it went so bad. Like women, the ones who participate, they cannot pretend to be a chicken. 
Like they would have to do like pretend they were chicken, happy chicken, angry chicken. Uh, it's a pretend like you're a chicken. Horny that's chicken. It's not, not hard. It's not. That's what I'm saying. But hear me out. Like I'm gonna, tr I'm, I'm gonna try to reproduce what I've heard there. So basically, it's gonna sound bad. It's gonna be a terrible job. But hear me out. <laughs> I, I would heard chicken man like. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it just went like oh. that. Like they screamed out the top of their lungs. I have yeah, no idea we're all why. Fucking drunk, of course. They weren't. It was just this was nine o'clock. Like fuck that shit. You cannot get drunk on the the beer we had on the beach, or maybe they had proper booze. I don't know. They yeah. they hid it from us. But <laughs> I'm sure it was intentional. How 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 difficult is it? Like yeah, it's not fucking hard. I even had an idea. Like when they were supposed to do horny chicken. If it was for me, I would just like with a wing, like a chicken wing, and go to the person like just rub my elbow on his and his chin like. <laughs> like I would no, be such such I, a better chicken. I, I would have been like. That's what I'm saying. It, it wasn't. So, it's not that difficult, but it went so bad. It was terrible. Like, so who who was this? Which was team? The, they, Your everybody, team? everybody was oh. terrible. Everybody together was terrible. Why I didn't don't know you take part in that? I, I couldn't participate in the Miss Hotel contest. Oh, okay, yeah, I forgot the context. Yes, it was all the girls. Um, <sighs> yeah, so that's what I'm saying. So where were we? Because this is how we got famous. How deep did I get to the? So we wanted to bring the robes. That's where I left off. Yes. We wanted to bring the robes to the dance floor. Yes. And the guy goes to me, what if not only do we bring the, the robes to the dance floor, what if we make you the pharaoh and oh, we make a whole show? You, yes. You, of yes. course, you, the guy with the six pack. It's always the guy with the fucking six pack. I have two robes. Nobody sees the six pack. Doesn't matter. They know it. Because you're broad shoulders. So the idea was like this. Everybody would wear the robe. I would wear my two piece, yeah. Because the guy who had the, the also had the two piece just shared. Because you're not a plug, you have a two piece, I not a one piece. piece. <laughs> so the guy who also had a two piece, he shared with another guy who didn't bought a bought one of the robes. So we had. Did you wear people. anything under the robe? I did. <laughs> Apparently, you. <laughs> There's a story about this. Because <laughs> like, because like, I'm assuming you would wear, but it's also like 40 degrees. So like, what the so fuck? I asked, I asked the guy who sold it to us, right? I, I asked him, how do you wear this? Like, you how have... am I supposed to wear? <laughs> how do you wear this? Naked? Do I, have, do I have pants? Do I have tank top? Do I have underwear or do I not have anything? Do I go commando? <laughs> and the guy says you can wear pants and tank top if you want to, but you can also go like fully naked underneath, nice. underneath all of it. And I asked him like, like, yeah, but what do you guys do? And I asked him like, what if? What if you guys see any beautiful Egyptian woman on the streets and, um, you know, like, said, my friend, there are no beautiful Egyptian women. <laughs> I mean, like, the disappointment in his voice. I, I, I can vouch it's not true, but also it's like 40 degrees in the sun, like, and burkas and whatever. Like, you're yeah. not going to get an erection on the street. Well, yeah, obviously. But the disappointment is, but the disappointment is for, like, man, my friend. There is no no beautiful Egyptian woman like. I wish we had rape culture, but no. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bad joke. That was a very bad joke. Oh well. Okay. In case they, in case somebody attacks us, is because of you. I'm just gonna say. <laughs> it. I don't give. This a time shit. it's Mike. This time it's Mike. Last time it was me. Now it's Mike. That's true. Okay. So I did because uh, we wore wore normal clothes to the party, and then mm. we waited for the show to finish. They had a guitarist that would play. And we went to the somewhere in the back, I mean, to the far left. And the point of it was we would have three guys carry me on a chair. Like, actually, like a throne, like, probably carry me to the to the dance floor. And the king of the dance floor has look, arrived. The pharaoh has come, has reborn. Uh, and the girls... King Ramses! The bit killer. <laughs> <laughs> and the girls will have, like, this, uh, how do you call the buckets for champagne? A bucket for champagne? There's the, there's this buckets you fill in with ice and you put in a, a bottle inside of it. Well, yeah. That, I know there are many other. They had two of the geese and they, they just, just walk, uh, walk in front with us as offerings. The cooling bucket. The cooling bucket. I don't fucking know what it's called. Regardless, that's important. Yeah, that's important. You painted a picture. So we wait for the, for the guitarist to finish. So 
and we made we I made I, I blame myself for this because I should have known better. We made a terrible mistake. I mean, no, I made a terrible mistake because we wanted to surprise everybody that was there as guests, but also the animation team because mm-hmm. they didn't know this was gonna happen. But the animation team was in charge of the music. Okay, so we needed to sync with them, but we didn't. I I told the guy who was supposed to take care of the music. Like, we're going to do this. And I showed him the ropes. Like, when I come here, you'll know what's happening. I need pharaoh music, right? Oh, you'll know. I will need pharaoh music. But nobody told them afterwards. Like, we, we hadn't had a proper show prepared. It was just the stunt that we would come in, me carrying in a chair. And then I was supposed to just dance. But nobody put was putting dance music to it. <laughs> it was just like ominous pharaoh music. And I cannot dance to that. And I would just walk around looking ominous with my hands in the air and whatever. The Halo 1 soundtrack. Exactly. And just <laughs> looking at it, you're like, Mickey, make it play me fucking party music. Make it play some fucking party music. We don't have anything else. <laughs> and eventually, after some long two minutes, Bambusha, our friend, he realized, like, he took the mic and said, Ladies and gentlemen, the Pharaoh will now like to break dance. Oh, shit. And finally, I got my chance to break dance. I ordered everybody real. to get in the dance floor. And I, I've told the animation team, like, when we start dancing, fucking bring people to the dance floor because that's all we have. Yeah. And they didn't. Yeah. Took us a long while to do it. So actually <laughs> bring people to the dance floor. But it was fun. And they liked it. For the whole time you were telling the story... Because I've had this problem before you went to Egypt that I don't know anything about Egyptian music or Egyptian ambiance. You were telling the story and all I could think about was... So, right, I have an entire Shazam thing of whatever music that we, we listen to there. Oh, I want to see that. Oh, you'll see that. It's bad. <laughs> it's very bad. Oh, okay. It's basically Oriental music. Yeah, but what the some, fuck is or I don't know what Oriental music is. I don't some, what the fuck is that? Some Russian songs. <laughs> what? Yes, 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 my friend Nazdrovi. I'll show you. And also uh the main There the, was a man in Russia long ago. He was pink and strong with the fucking TikTok song. Uh there was a lot of TikTok songs actually. I I found out really? when I come back from people who actually watch TikTok, a couple of them were actually TikTok songs, even though they were Oriental music. But like the theme song for the whole thing is like the song that we now love, but we hate, but we love. And if you put it inside this group, everybody will start belly dancing as uh, Habibi by Metro Greens. Yeah, Habibi, yeah, Habibi, tout est plotté comme la pluie. You have to know it. I don't know the songs. It was so bad French. I don't, I don't know. I'll show you. I'll show you. It's, it's really bad. I mean, it's not bad. It's a good song, but we listened to it so many times. And I'll show you the the the, t- the specific da- uh, music they had for belly dancing. I'll show you everything. It's wow. Bad. It's bad. I don't. Okay. We, it's so bad. It's so bad that we had uh, one of our friends. I'm thinking if I should say his name because I'm gonna. Victor, our friend Victor. <laughs> he has to. Own, he has to. Yeah, own fuck to him. This. Our friend Victor has a he's a rocker, like a full fully like on full pledged rocker. Like a Romanian metal with a goatee and no mustache. Uh, not really. He looks Turkish. He looks Turkish because oh. everybody, nobody believed he was Romanian. We uh-huh. had Dennis, the one who films and everything. Yep. He yep. listens to uh, black metal and death metal. Okay. He, he's there. My kind of guy. Yeah. Uh, Victor, I know. he. I think more generic rock songs and Romanian folk and whatever. Okay. Completely against Manele. Like completely against Manele. <sighs> I know a few people like that. But... Right now, after two weeks of Egypt, he loves Oriental music, which is basically Oriental Manele. Which is base, yes. And he learned to belly dance. Which is, yeah, fucking hypocrites. I mean, you cannot, you cannot, he will still say he hates Manele, but you can see it in, he, in his eyes. When you, when you hear, he hears this shit music, he loves it. I have the same and experience that, with, with Serbian music. That, and that's, that. that's my whole argument for Manele. Yeah. And I try to tell these people, I understand you don't like it. I understand this culture. It's bad culture. But you know your people. You know Romanians. When we hear Manele, we have fun. You cannot disagree with yes, this. It's a, yeah, I hate it too. But it's like live and let live. Plus, it's very rhythmic music. 
And it's going to make you fucking shake your leg. If you exactly. ignore the words, it's just like, yeah, the beat is fucking danceable. It's definitely danceable. You cannot, no one, like, I'm I'm frustrated. No <laughs> one can argue that Manel is not danceable because it's it, it's 99% rhythmic. Exactly. And that is, apparently, there's a study that talks about that, that that's linked to our, like, our tribal instincts. Because it's all drums and it's all rhythm. There's no like guitar and like fancy classical music shit. It's all like, and it's like, fuck, I want to dance now. It's all drums and like, yeah, I'm yeah because around a campfire, we just hunted the whole day. And I'm like, yeah, exactly, because it's easy. Exactly. You know when it's step, you know it's easy. Yeah, exactly. Also, I, 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 I get it. I get it. I'm I, a metalhead and I fucking get it. I don't give I a shit about out, I Manele. found out why it's, it's called Manele. Why it's called Manea. No. Why? Allegedly. Don't no. call me on this. Allegedly. In the olden days, Manea was a unit of measurement for currency. What? And 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 when you make a request, like, like, like what? Exactly. And when you make a request, you will go to the guy and say, "Hi, boss. You can't teach me manea. Play me for one of manea, like yeah. one unit of currency." Wow. Allegedly, that's what I was saying. I didn't know that. I didn't know either. But apparently, this is what happened. Kalim, so we want to finish. We are two hours in. What do you want to do? Because of the Faro thing, we got free whiskey from a Slovakian guy. And we can Ooh, finish here. Really? Yeah. You got free whiskey from a Slovakian? You're like, I respect you. I give you, I give <laughs> you whiskey. Like, really? Something like that. Like, my friends, I'm rich in my country. Yes, Come, drink with bar. me. He owes a bar. If we ever go to Slovakia, we have we have place to drink. Oh, shit. Yes, my friend. That's cool. I, I don't want to go existential, but I miss that. What? I miss going out to places and meeting people when you're drunk and making friends that last a lifetime. Yeah. I mean, I also do. yesterday was Jesse's birthday. Jesse is the girl that we met in Budapest that we ended up going to London and staying there for free at her place. Well, I mean, her and her mom's and yeah, her, yeah. her family's, family's place. place. Yeah. The Whitechapel Mission. I, I just realized that and I was like, yeah, I, I fucking miss that. I miss going to a place and getting drunk, getting getting fucking shit faced, yeah, mate. Waste them up, and man. making fucking friends and then like you know, traveling and like I got on a place you got on like a couch to sleep on, you know, or in like a different country. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> you guys you wanna go shit get shit faced in Slovakia? I can get it arranged. Let's fucking do it. Euro trip, man. <laughs> Euro trip. <laughs> Euro trip. <sighs> Is this a good place to end it? Uh, I could go on, but yeah, let's finish it here. Shit, like we'll record. We have two episodes worth of stuff here. I know. And the first episode is not going to be even aware of this because <laughs> this is we're saying this now at the end of the second one. Um, yeah, fuck it. We have two weeks worth of content here. I promise I'll come back bearing stories. Oh, I, I'll make sure you do, man. This is this is fun. This is listening to that shit was fun. Also, I want to. I kind of want to close this so I can see my present. You also want to <laughs> see the pictures? Yes, that too. All right, everyone. Um, tune in next time, maybe where wait, we wait. talk about maybe more one, stuff. One final word of caution. Let's do it. If you go batshit crazy on the dance floor. And in a hotel resort, and 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 some weird guy comes to you and asks you about cocaine. He's not asking you about cocaine. He's asking you if you're from Ukraine. <laughs> you're like, yeah, cocaine. Like, yeah, Ukraine. You're like, yeah, man. Where's the cocaine? He's like, what? There's no cocaine in Ukraine. I'm like, what? Does that happen? It happens. First or second night. What? I don't know. I don't know what happened. It you was misheard just... him or what? Well, hear me out. The way they say Ukraine, they don't say Ukraine. They say Ukraina. And he came to me oh, over the music and I said, Cocaina. And I, my friend, I just got here. It's I came from the plane. I have no Cocaina. I already started drinking alcohol. <laughs> I should have drank trap, trap, tap water. <laughs> Wait, that's MDMA. Never mind why I know that. <laughs> <laughs> and now we finish yes um goodbye goodbye everybody thank you for tuning in and see you next, next time, time with more fucking stories hey, hey! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>